Hi, friends, and welcome to the Fullness of Joy podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Matheson. Here at the Fullness of Joy, we talk about hard things in light of the gospel, because life is hard, but God is good. We encourage our hearts by reminding ourselves of the truth day in and day out. I pray this encourages your heart and that your challenge to know Christ more deeply as a result. I'm so glad you're here. Oh my goodness, friends, you are in for such a treat today. You get to listen in on a conversation with one of my oldest and dearest friends, Courtney Ray Norris. She and I met about 20 years ago, which makes me feel very old to say, uh, when we were both in youth group together and we sang together and learned how to imperfectly follow Jesus. And today you get to hear the heart of a woman who loves Jesus with everything she is. So in this episode, we discuss the spiritual benefits of fasting and why so many in the church today have fallen out of this important spiritual discipline. You aren't going to walk away with more rules, but rather a deeper understanding of how fasting can bring you into a more intimate relationship with Jesus. So I also want to let you know that this is the final part of our Sacred Rhythm series. And what a great way to end because we're talking about fasting. And if you're listening to this in real time, tomorrow is Ash Wednesday, which starts the beginning of the Christian liturgical season of Lent, which is a time that is usually set aside to reflect, to fast, to pray, and to think about how we desperately need Jesus as we prepare for Easter. If you haven't had a chance to listen to all of the episodes in this series, be sure to go back and catch up because we talked about prayer and Bible study and scripture memory and fitness and so much more. So we'll be taking a break for the next couple weeks, but we'll be back with a brand new series called Held in His Hands. And I just absolutely cannot wait for you to hear from the guests that I've got lined up for this new series. It's going to be incredible. I'm so excited to share with you also that it's been one whole year of the Fullness of Joy podcast. I just, I can't even believe that. I began this podcast because I wanted to share with you guys the things that the Lord's teaching me that are refining me. And I just also wanted to have an outlet where I could just have real conversation with you. Like we were sitting down to coffee or you were listening in and you were at coffee with a couple friends. And y'all know that I don't drink coffee, but you, you, you hear what I'm saying, right? Anyway, I pray it's been an encouragement to you. So If you've got a minute, would you please, pretty, pretty, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Word of mouth, ratings, and reviews go way farther than you realize, and it would really help the podcast continue to grow and help more people hear the good news of Jesus Christ. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you and all the support you've shown me and the podcast over the last year, and I can't wait to see where we go in the next year. So now, without further ado, let's jump into this conversation with my dearest friend, Courtney. Well, hey, Courtney Ray, how are you? (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we need to tell everyone that we have known each other for like 20 years. I think that you're the person on the podcast who has known me the longest. This is going to be fun. (laughs) Yeah, 20 20 years, actually. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) 20 years. That's a really long time. Like, that's crazy. I feel like we need to look up. Yeah, you actually are. You are, you are, um, out of three friends, you are like one of my longest standing friendships. Girl, you too. I need, I think we need <laughs> to look up like online, like, is this like our golden anniversary, our silver, our, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so awesome. Oh. We should. 
Oh my goodness. Okay. So yeah, we met a long, 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 long time ago in youth group mm-hmm. and we have stayed friends and I am extremely grateful for your friendship. And I'm so glad that I get to introduce you to the audience today, my big yeah. sister. Um, mm-hmm. So I would love for you to tell us a little bit about how you've grown to love the Pacific Northwest because you are a Texas girl, but you live outside of Seattle. And so that's been, how many years has it been that you've been out there? Like seven? Um, it's about, yeah, seven years. Yeah, six or seven. Because I remembered it was like not that long after Rory and I got married. So I'm like, if I just take a year or two away from that, that's about how yep. long it's been. <laughs> okay, yeah, so seven years. Us, tell us how you've kind of grown to love the PNW and just like how it's changed you. And maybe tell us a little bit about the Southern parts that have remained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would say that- First off, I was born in Texas. I don't know if I would say that I'm a Texas girl. Um, fair. That's fair. Moved moved around a lot growing up yeah. and obviously spent a lot of my life in the South. But I don't know if you know this. I came to Seattle when I was 15 on a trip. Did you, you know that? that? I think okay, you told me okay. that. But I yeah, can't remember and, what it was for. Yeah, that must have been like well, right before we met. <laughs> yes, it was. So I was 15. Um, and it was actually a trip to work with kind of the Salvation Army mm-hmm. in downtown Seattle. But I fell in love with Seattle on that trip. <laughs> and as we've already said, I've been here for seven years. And I would, I call this place home. And I think I call this place home because um, the PNW has actually uh, formed me. And the reason that I say that is because I truly met the Lord when I was 28. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I grew up in the church. You know, you already know all this, like pastor's (laughs) kid kind of knew tons of scripture but I would not say that I had any sort of relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And when I met the Lord, um, I came here to Seattle. And it's been in these past seven to eight years for me that I have been formed here. So I yeah. have so many experiences here in the Pacific Northwest where the Lord has changed my life. And he's used so many different areas and, um, you know, traveling and on the road and seeing the beauty and the wonder that is here. Mm -hmm. And so I think the Pacific Northwest has just, it's, it's a very special place for me. I love that. In that regard. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting how like the Lord will use like a place to (laughs) like call us to him and that like. Like you said, Mm. this place has formed me. Like, I feel like I could say that about Athens when we lived in Athens. Like I was like, this place has like shaped me so much because Mm -hmm. I'm just, there's so many different ways that I had changed (laughs) over the more than a decade that I lived there. And so it's like, I felt Mm -hmm. like I could say the same where I had like this rich history with the town where we lived. Totally. Until a couple of years ago, but yeah, I just, it's, it's crazy how like the Lord, I mean, he speaks to us in so many different ways, but like, it's so kind of him to use things like that, like a physical place, like to help you 
understand mm-hmm. his heart more. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just interesting because I think a lot of times people will say like, Oh, like the Lord will only speak through his word and that's it. And it's like, no, like, <laughs> he uses creation and like so many different experiences because like we are whole beings. Like we're not mm-hmm. just a brain that needs to intake information. Like you said, like we have relationship with him. And so he uses mm-hmm. so many different avenues to speak to us and help us understand him more. And some yeah. of that can be a place. And that's, that's yeah. pretty, that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, series that we're doing on the podcast is all about spiritual disciplines. And so when mm-hmm. I was praying and preparing for this, I was like, Oh, I'm going to talk to Courtney about fasting. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> Listen, it's a good thing because it just speaks to your depth of character. And like, because, I mean, we're going to get into this probably, but like a lot of people just don't fast, you know, like mm-hmm. they just don't. And, but it's one of the, like, I, I would call it probably like the most underrated yet like effective spiritual mm-hmm. disciplines. And like Jesus says, when you fast, da, 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 you know, like he doesn't say like, mm-hmm. if you fast. So yeah. he assumed that you would, we would do it. But a lot mm-hmm. of times, like, we just don't talk about it. We just don't really know where to begin, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I would just love to know, because this is something that we've talked about a little bit in the past, but not like in depth like this, obviously. And so I'd mm-hmm. love to kind of know like how your understanding of fasting has grown over the years and like what, like how the Lord has used that in your life. That's mm-hmm. very broad, but we can get more specific too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think as a teacher of God's word, um, I've had to learn, um, I've learned that, unfortunately, the word discipline does not quite click to people. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's a, it almost kind of has like a negative connotation. Oh, for sure. Right? People are like, oh, discipline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think my understanding of fasting over the last seven years, um, I have learned that that I actually, the spiritual disciplines that we talk about, right? Like prayer, silence, mm-hmm. solitude, fasting, like all of those things. Um, I call those responses that there mm-hmm. is an actual response mm-hmm. that you have to something that is, that is occurring yeah, or that God is prompting or, mm-hmm that God is, um, you're meeting God where he's at. Mm, How about mm-hmm. I say it that way? Yeah. So <clears throat> anytime that we partake in, in, you know, a discipline or I'm going to just use from here on out, I'm just going to kind of use the word response. Fasting, yeah, that's good. You know, that's re- good. responding. Um, well, I'm responding to the Lord in some way, shape, form, or fashion because something is happening. Yeah. So um, when it comes to fasting, um, this could be a response towards grief, towards mm. loss, towards mm-hmm. um, something not being right. Yeah. Or how we were supposed to live. Mm -hmm. It could be a response towards a transition 
you're, you're going through a major transition. Something is happening. And for instance, the people of Israel, um, remember that they would be called into fasting when a king has died Hmm. or the, the people have, uh, noticed that they are now that they have been in sin. Yeah. And there's a grieving, there's a loss, there's transition, there's a seeking of wisdom for the next. And in the New Testament, we find that Jesus, you know, you may, you may go, well, what about the, the time that Jesus goes, hey, um, you need to pray and fast because this is not going to come out, meaning the demonic yes. is not going to come out outside yes. of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But if you look at the heart behind fasting, and if we're going to call it a response to something, we have to understand that the response to whatever it is that we're responding to is actually that God is wanting to bring life where there is death, mm-hmm. where there is something not right, where there is a fracturing, where there is a transitioning from one season to the next, yeah. there is a, a call to respond to God because he is a God of life mm-hmm. and the emptying of ourselves. It makes it, it puts us in a posture of going, God, I want life and I want beauty and I want blessing. Yeah. I want your life though. I don't want right. just, I don't want just abundance to have abundance. Yeah. We were created to flourish. We were created for life. We were created for blessing but truly under his authority, rule and reign. Right. And so us posturing ourselves in a time where we go, God, this isn't right. Mm -hmm. This is not right. This sin is not right. This brokenness, this fracturing, this grief, this loss, this is not what we were meant to experience, Mm -hmm. but we are meeting God where God is at, where Mm -hmm. God sees the brokenness of life. And he goes, he's like, will you come with me? Will Mm. you meet me here in this moment? And would you grieve with me? Mm -hmm. Would you feel my heart with me? Mm. And for us to choose to abstain from food is, is truly the biblical model. Right. But I understand that we live in a time where it's like, I'm going to fast my phone. I'm going to fast social media. I'm going to fast right. all these things mm-hmm. because yeah, there, there is a lot of distraction. Yes. But the emptying of ourselves to align our hearts with our maker <laughs> yeah. to know what is good and right um, is probably, I would say, one of the things that I've learned about fasting, but here's the thing. Fasting does not happen. Truly the transformation that comes from fasting does not happen without faith. Mm -hmm. Faith, faith plus the, the response truly equals transformation, right? Whether we see it immediately or in process. Yeah, for sure discipline or the response without faith well that's just religion (laughs) 
Right. And it's just like willpower of trying to kind of willpower. say, like, look what I could do. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Look what I can do. Yeah. So it's a long, long answer, but no, okay. I think, I think to just kind of consolidate it, a response that is a response towards like death, loss, sin, brokenness, bondage of the world, mm. bondage of a person, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. demonic oppression, possession, whatever you want to call it. I'm not mm-hmm. going to get into all of that. Yeah, that's that response. <laughs> yeah. That response is meeting God where God is at mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and emptying ourselves and saying, you know what? I'm not going to choose to just move on from here. Mm-hmm. I need, I need to meet you here. I need to meet you here and I'm going to abstain from distraction, food, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear you. Yeah. And so it really is a heart posture. Even though we're mm-hmm. talking about fasting, it it's a response of the heart first. Yeah. Yeah. So why do you think that a lot of believers avoid it? Like when we hear people, when we do hear people talk about it, and it's in a favorable way, like you're sharing, like there's transformation that comes. There's breakthrough spiritually mm-hmm. from bondage. There's so many different benefits that the Lord mm-hmm. tells us that are available. And yet mm-hmm. so many people are like... I'm not going to go without food or I'm not going to go without my phone or whatever it is that, mm-hmm. you know, the Lord may lay upon their hearts are like, well, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you so, think so many people don't connect the dots? <laughs> I think there's, I think there's many reasons, but I think that there are two major ones that I would address. Um, and the first one may feel pretty blunt and kind of okay. hard to hear, but I think, I think it's, um, okay. Well, I'll just say it this way. Um, (laughs) we have a hard time engaging pain, loss, transitions, and our own brokenness along with the brokenness of others. We live in a very individualistic culture and, you know, we live in a culture where you can be whatever you want to be at any time and you can change it. Okay. So truly the care, the compassion and the mercy that we should be prompted by uh, to engage the heart of God, like feeling what he feels, the compassion, the mercy, the care towards Mm. people. um, We don't, we don't necessarily feel that yeah like we don't desire it we don't desire Mm -hmm. um because unfortunately and and i'm going to include myself into this we are self-centered right right so when it comes to the response to fast because we are realizing we see or we are experiencing um you know the loss, uh, for instance. Okay. All right. I'm just going to get real. <laughs> Please do. Um, I, I told you that we had, um, that we had a, a, a youth that tried committing suicide. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to use this as an example that that youth 
um, that is that is horrible. It's horrible for for us to know that there is a 13 year old who would choose that they need to end their life, that it mm-hmm. would be better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That breaks the heart of God. That right. is not life. That is death. Yeah. So yeah. for me as a leader of hers, um, I look at that moment and I'm like, God, where do I need to meet you? Mm-hmm. And the Lord to prompt, I need you to fast and I need you to pray. Mm. So I'm, I take a moment. See, I'm, I'm looking at this, this situation. I'm feeling compassion. I'm feeling, I'm feeling grief here. Mm-hmm. And the Lord is stirring my heart. Yeah. So instead of just going along my merry way and I'm not going to care or mm-hmm. I'm too busy or I don't want to give up my personal right to eat. The Lord's like, no, like, will you, will you sit here with me? Because I, I have some things to say mm-hmm. and I need you to feel my heart here. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But we haven't even been taught that. Y'all let's be real. No one likes their period, but as a woman, it's something we have to live with. If you're looking to manage your period with effective products that give back, try Pixie Cup. I have the menstrual cup and the Pixie Pulse TENS unit that helps curb the pain of debilitating cramps. With fibroids and endometriosis, I need all the support I can get during that time of the month. And Pixie Cup has greatly helped me. And another cool thing is that they're a Christian company that gives back. Your purchase also provides a menstrual cup for a woman in need around the world. Be sure to check out Pixie Cup and use code Jessica M for 15% off today. We have not even considered that God would be a God of sorrow for our Mm -hmm. brokenness Mm -hmm. and that we actually share in his suffering in this way. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, and on behalf of other people. Mm-hmm. Like the whole bearing one another's burdens. Yes. And yeah. so um, it really comes down to a root of, of selfishness. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we don't want to be inconvenienced. We don't mm-hmm. want to be uncomfortable. We don't want to step into another person's world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and see what God is doing and saying and where he's moving there on their behalf. Yeah. Yeah. Just in his heart, you know, he's moved in his heart and with compassion and care and mercy for people. Mm-hmm. And we could feel that if we would maybe just maybe just stop our world for a moment and, and just fast (laughs) and Mm -hmm. abstain and go into prayer. Right. Yeah. I think the second reason that we avoid fasting is, is just a lack of knowledge. Mm. We have not been taught the why behind the what correctly. Yes. Yes. Um, We have not been taught how this is actually to be an integrated part of our faith. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Th- that it that seems like an add on sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Because when we look at the life of Jesus, um, we should be apprenticing after him. Correct. Mm-hmm, I mean, that's what mm-hmm. discipleship is. So Jesus, Jesus, you already kind of made mention of this, that if Jesus were to say something, if he says, when you fast, that's such a, I mean, brilliant observation from you that (laughs) it, if Jesus says, when you are tempted or when you fast, when you pray, he is Mm -hmm. in his mind, Jesus is going uh, this isn't an, this isn't you getting to choose what you want to do. Yeah. No, if you're going to follow me, you're going to, you're going to do these things. Right. <laughs> so, this is what it looks like. Yeah. And so I think understanding that this is actually very much should be an integrated part of our faith, mm-hmm. um, but people feel ill-equipped and yeah. I will, I will go ahead and say, I mean, I'm, I'm in leadership at a church and I will be the first to admit, yeah, we haven't, we haven't taught correctly. We Mm -hmm. haven't given handles correctly. We haven't given people the why behind the what, therefore it is hard for Mm -hmm. them to step into things because they just don't understand. Right. And they don't know why it's important. They don't know what it, what what am I doing? Why am I yeah. doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, what's and the point? So I'll, you know, I'll take some ownership there. But then at the same time, um, I will say that as a, as a student of the word of God, I'm a student of the word of God before I am a leader to people. Right. Um, it's my job. It's my role. It's, it's my, um, God has, has given me his word and he's given me his Holy spirit and he teaches me. (laughs) And so he's calling me, he's prompting me. Am I listening to him? So just as much as it, I can take ownership as a leader for not equipping people. It is my job first and foremost, just as a student of the word of God and a follower of Christ and a lover of the Trinity that I am to learn. I am to ask the why behind the what. That's so good. So, I can't so, just so many... I can't just be a, a I just can't sit here right. and just want people <laughs> to feed me. Thing. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, so so many people are ill-equipped. They don't understand the why. So what would mm-hmm. you say to someone now that you've like explained the why? here so eloquently (laughs) so what would you say to someone about the what if you're to say look if you like like no one no one is exempt from this as a believer so here's where to start Mm -hmm. (laughs) like if you're like trying to help someone understand like just some easy steps to say like this is how to integrate this into your life and Mm -hmm. like just watch and see what god does like what would you say to somebody yeah so we live very busy lives very full lives, chaotic Mm -hmm. lives. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it really, everybody's life is very, um, it, everybody's life looks different. So it, for me to just go, well, cookie cutter, this is where you can start is very difficult in our culture. I mean, that's just the truth of the matter. Yeah. Because in the Jewish faith, 
where all of this kind of started, their their lives looked very similar because they did life together. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's gonna be yeah. hard. For so me much more to communal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So mm. here's what I would say. I think that where what I tell people when they come to me and they ask this very question, where do I start? Um, sometimes I will ask, well, what is the one thing that you cannot live without? Yeah. And if I mean, if I'm says, being honest, I would say food. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Food. Well, you I mean, are a foodie. Food. Like, yeah, like, look, listen, girl, I love to tacos. eat tacos. Yes. Give me them tacos. Yes, girl. <laughs> um, so, and if and if somebody says, "Well, you know, I I really food like, okay, great. Start with just the meal of the day that you know that you are." Um, where you feel like you zone out like the most, like you're just sitting there scrolling, looking at your phone while eating. Now, some people be like, well, that's every meal. (laughs) And, (laughs) um, but for most people, I think probably at lunch, that's when they want to scroll. They want to look at their phone, check emails, all of that. And I would say, Okay, well, how about you, you do not look at your phone and you maybe pass on eating and you spend that time in, in just you and the Lord, you could journal, Mm -hmm. um, you could, um, read just one section of scripture and just read it and sit and think, you know, think about the scripture, read it again, um, throughout that lunch break. Yeah. Okay. Some people may go, I cannot live without social media court. I can't Mm -hmm. do it. I'm, I may start there. I may just, uh, really try to say to someone, even though it's, it really is not, I, I know that this is a hard thing to say, um, for people, but you know, biblical fasting is pertaining to food, right? Um, abstinence from your phone is different, but for sure, maybe I mean, that's uh, it just still has been said, but it's not a biblical fast, correct? And so, if if people are looking to like break out of distraction and noise and clutter. Mm-hmm. Um, to try to hear the Lord. Because yeah. I think that the whole social media, your phone, turning things off, that actually pertains more to the the biblical practice of For sure. solitude. For sure. Not necessarily fasting. Hey friend, you may or may not know this, but I am a faith-based life coach for women. I offer one-on-one sessions where I work with my clients to make and reach their goals to move from going through the motions to truly walking with Jesus and enjoying the life he has given them. 
We do all kinds of things together, like talk about time management and boundaries and exploring some of our past decisions that have hurt us and just figuring out ways to move through the tough stuff. If this sounds like something you're interested in, I would love to hear from you. You can get more information on my website and in the show notes, and you can book a free call to see if this is right for you. I want you to hear a few words from a former client. She says this, Jessica will guide you in diving deeper into how the truths of the Lord's character and his word can change how we walk through both weeping and rejoicing in this life. If you feel stuck in or exhausted by your present circumstances, Jessica can help build a foundation of spiritual disciplines and healthy individualized habits that will help you not only endure, but learn contentment like Paul in any season or circumstance. So friends, if you need help, I'm here for you. Find more information in the show notes. But so I would just say, like, from a biblical point of view, what fasting is, is there a meal or um, that you can, that you can not (laughs) go into and use that time to be in your word? But I would say, like, if, if that's just not going to do it. If, if you just cannot do it in this season, social media is a massive thing that takes our attention away from the Lord. Yeah. Gets us into a lot of comparison, a lot mm-hmm. of self image stuff. And that's just, it, it's got to, it's got to be silenced at some point in our life. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting off social media for a week, you know? Yeah. Take it, take it off your phone for a week. See what happens. And every time that you pick up your phone to click on that app every single time, and it's not there anymore. Pray. Yeah. Pray. Ask, Mm -hmm. you know, seek the Lord every single time. And, Mm -hmm. and (laughs) it's amazing what happens. It really is. Yeah. So So I don't know if that's, if that's answering your question. Oh my goodness. Yes. That totally answers. And I think that it'll be helpful for people to hear that there is a difference between the different types of fasts that we talk about now. Mm -hmm. And just because you're not abstaining from food doesn't mean that there's not a spiritual practice that you can incorporate that would still be extremely beneficial. I know for me, like over the last several years, it's been very difficult for me to do like, um, the food fast like with like pregnancy and nursing and all of that I mean I'm like out of that but still Mm -hmm. like just having to physically care for children all day long like that's super physically demanding and it's like Mm -hmm. I'm not sitting at lunch scrolling like I'm feeding them (laughs) and trying not to get climbed all over and so for me thinking about like okay there are specific there are different things that I can do though like I mean I can like Mm -hmm. cut out specific types of food that I'm tempted by to eat emotionally. Like, yep. I mean, if I'm just being real, it's like, I want to reach for chocolate. I want to reach for, <laughs> you know, um, like a salty snack when I could like yep. pick up some celery and hummus. Like, you know, so it's just like different things yep. like that, where it's, I want to eat my feelings quite honestly. Yeah. And so it's like how the, the Lord can still use that, even if I'm not totally. like not eating lunch or, you know, not eating breakfast totally. or whatever. Um, yep. And so I think that 
like you said, it's a heart posture thing and we don't want to get into legalism and say, this is the only thing that you can do. But I think like when you are walking with the Lord, you're seeking his face, like he reveals to you those things that you know, Mm -hmm. that are like taking up too much space in your heart. Mm -hmm. Like if you're really honest with yourself, you can say like, Oh, you know what? Like (laughs) I have been enjoying this too much and I've allowed this to come into place where like it's, it's gotten to a place where it's not healthy anymore. Or, you know, I'm relying on this to give me a laugh or to give me a little happy thrill or whatever, you know, you call things Mm -hmm. guilty pleasures and all these things. And it's like, no, like if you are truly being honest, like most of us can say, we can identify those things that we know that, we abuse that are, I mean, good gifts. Like for me, like, it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily that I am over here just like going through the Wendy's line every day, but like, I, I definitely can use food as like a comfort, you know? Mm -hmm. And even, and like, I mean, people looking at me would be like, girl, what are you talking about? But like, (laughs) but in my (laughs) heart, I know like, oh man, Mm -hmm. like I I could, I really want some chocolate right now. I just want a little sweet treat. I want a little this. Mm -hmm. It's been a hard day. So I want this. And and so I think just identifying and being really honest with ourselves, we can know that place where the Lord wants to, like you said, where we can meet with the Lord when we deny ourselves and Mm -hmm. like things can become more clear when we're more open and honest instead of kind of trying to sweep it all under the rug. (laughs) Yeah. That's a great way to put it, Jess, for sure. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And I I will say, I think you brought up a really great point though, about just eliminating maybe like sweets, you Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. or just doing like vegetables and fruit and grains or whatever it is yeah yeah for, like the daniel fast or yep. yeah mm-hmm. yep. or just like no processed foods great... or yeah yeah, yeah there's so many point. different ways to do it and i think that the biggest thing that i think i would want people to take away is like that there's freedom and to not overthink it because like I said, like the Lord will lay on your heart. Like, I mean, it's not the devil telling you to not be on your phone. Like uh-huh. the devil's not going to be like, yeah, maybe you should take a break from social media. Like, <laughs> like if that thought is coming to your mind. Like uh-huh. you'd listen to it. And you know, even if it doesn't make sense or you just, or you're just like, well, it's not that bad. Like just, just listen to it and see what God does, you know? Yeah. So. I mean, he is a relational God. And so mm-hmm. he is looking for people who will behold him. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you've heard it said, who you behold is who you become. And so mm-hmm. the fast mm-hmm. in itself, you're not just fasting to fast, you're fasting to see him. Yeah. He's you're like, I need thing. you he's, help me. Yeah. <laughs> he's the prize. He's the treasure. Mm-hmm. He is who transforms us. Yeah. And so good. And I think like the biggest thing for me to remember as someone who loves to do, 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 achieve, achieve, you know, <laughs> check off a list is that in fasting, I'm not trying to get something from him. Like I need totally. to remember that like, okay, these are certain prayer points that I have. And like, it's like, these are certain things that I really need breakthrough in, but like, I'm still going to praise him and I'm still going to walk with him. Even if he doesn't do my little laundry list as a result of me not eating chocolate for a week, like, totally. he, like there's things that he wants to show me about himself. And so I need to be asking him to open my eyes and see that and see mm-hmm. him 
and then just like being grateful for whatever he brings as a result and whatever, you know, answered prayers happen. Like that's just a plus, you know, but, mm-hmm. but that doesn't need to be the expected goal and outcome. If that makes sense. Yep. You know, totally makes sense. Oh man. Okay. Last question for fun. Okay. Make it a little lighter. Um, okay. So you love coffee. Coffee is your life. <laughs> So if we were sitting down at the coffee shop where you work, which is amazing, mm-hmm. if we were sitting down at the coffee shop together, catching mm-hmm. up, watching the snowfall, what would you yep. be drinking? What would you have in your hand to sip on? Well, it depends on if it is eight o'clock in the morning or <laughs> let's say 1137 in the morning. You're hilarious. Okay. If, let's say if like eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Yeah, we're gonna, like fresh. Gonna, yep. I came to you just, after I got the kids taken care of and I said, bye, yep. babe, I'm going to see court. <laughs> yeah, it's it's got to just be an espresso. Okay. Just yeah, espresso. <laughs> like a straight shot? That's it. Yeah. All right. Just a straight shot. I love it. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully there's a single origin on espresso and hopefully it is something that is just a fruity juicy double shot of goodness nice i love it <laughs> so good. well i love it and i love you thank you for doing this i can't wait for people to be here by this <laughs> thank You're you the best. so much Girl. you're so awesome thank you <laughs> love you love you friend thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to this show I created it to share the truth of God's Word with those near and far. I pray it's been a blessing to you. If you enjoyed listening to the show, please leave a review wherever you're listening and share it with a friend. That will help more people find it and help more people find the fullness of joy. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day.